0: Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears.
1: It's going to be first to 10 for the Bears at the OU 34. Griffin steps back in the shotgun, empty backfield again. 15 seconds to go. Griffin steps up, slides to the left side. He's throwing for the end zone. Touchdown! Oh, Oh, my Touchdown. goodness! Touchdown, Bears! Touchdown,
0: Baylor! Oh, it's caught by Terrence Williams! Touchdown, Bears! With eight seconds to play! The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Backer Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Here it is, big play. Baylor fans making noise with Georgia on offense. Fromm, and he's set! James Lynch rides Jake Fromm to the turf right on the Sugar Bowl logo at midfield.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
2: Jimmy
1: Landis is the deep snapper, Brody Trahan the holder. Good snap, good hold, and Aaron Jones puts it on the board. Aaron missed earlier today, a long kick into the wind, but the Bears are on the board for the first time today.
0: Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the
1: voice of the Bears, John Morris. Highlight like, cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network Network. From Learfield IMG College, goes back to 2011, Robert Griffin III, the touchdown pass to Terrence Williams that beat Oklahoma, had a James Lynch call in there, and an Aaron Jones uh, kick, a field goal that helped beat TCU, and all of those guys uh, part of the Baylor football all decade team we'll talk about this morning welcome in glad you're with us on a monday beginning a new week here in june june 5 2020 john morris in studio a uh clean shaven garrett ross <laughs> yeah. in studio uh first what's the first thing i said to you it's you like got a haircut. New haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. So <laughs> now sometimes you get trims, sometimes you get cuts. You got a uh, summer cut. Yeah, That's going to last for the summer. Definitely, you could say so. So I've been letting my wife cut my hair. <laughs> and, you know,
3: because it's hard to get in everywhere, even because most of the time, even though places are open now, they're booked up, you know, for people who had previous appointments. So I told that we went out on the porch yesterday morning and uh, I was like, <laughs> okay just do a one all over like you did last time, Yep. you know, and we'll work with that. So the initial go, she, she did with the one and it felt normal. And then she moved over to do the second one. And I just felt this cold <laughs> that wasn't on the first <laughs> one. I was like, man, that guard is gone. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't say anything to her. I wanted to let her just ride that one out. And she was like, Oh no. Oh no. And oh. I was like, uh, oh, well it's okay. I mean, like I said, it's hot outside. I wear hats
1: most of the time anyway. Right, right. And so it worked out. But yeah, that's that's how my hair got this short. I got you. It is now. It is short. It's short. It is very <laughs> short. Uh, when you hear the person cutting your hair say, oh, no, oh, no. That's not a good thing. That's never a good sign. Not at all. It, the funny
3: thing is, because later on, we had went to do uh, lunch with our parents and apparently she had done this something similar to her dad before. Oh, really? But she had cut his hair. So I'm not alone in this. I got you. In her mishaps. I got
1: you. Now, you, I mean, probably 90% of the time that I see you here, mm-hmm. you got a cap on. I do. But no cap today. No cap today. I
3: just... I'm You're kinda, just showing off your new Yeah, I was kind of adapting, you know? like Yesterday <laughs> I went out, we went out, and I didn't wear a hat yesterday, and i don't know what it is i guess i'm just letting just i guess i gotta embrace it you know it's
1: it's about her i want her to feel comfortable oh nice so we'll go with that that's very nice that's very good i got a haircut this afternoon so you we'll, one this we'll compare. Yeah. I, we'll think compare you're, I think you'll be back with a little more hair than me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, glad you're with us. Welcome in uh, the highlight cuts in the open uh, Baylor football. As uh, the Baylor football all-decade team was uh, released yesterday in the Waco Tribune Herald, it's on our website now, BaylorBears.com. It's at Wacotrib.com also. And uh, this this is going to be a fun day uh, here along our different shows, local shows, because the uh, offensive player of the decade. I asked you this the other day. Yes. And your answer is Robert Griffin. Well, you know now. Yes. But
3: I was conf- I was hesitant because I couldn't remember with that that lap right exactly. there. Exactly. So I was thinking maybe Bryce Petty. Sure. But Wh- who was the
1: second team quarterback? Right. Right.
3: So with that, yeah, Griffin.
1: Right. So in that decade, Rob uh, is a clear choice as the number one quarterback and the offensive player of the decade, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. And he will be on with Matt Mosley this afternoon at 520. Mm-hmm. So you can hear Rob on with Matt this afternoon. The defensive player of the decade is James Lynch. Goes back to uh, just last year. Uh, that was a tough call. I mean, he is very deserving. But Andrew Billings was was yeah. outstanding defensive uh, tackle for the Bay airs. Um, and James Lynch is the defensive player of the decade. He will be on Unnecessary Roughness this afternoon at 1.30. James Lynch will. And the specialist of the decade is Aaron Jones, the uh, the stork, named by Coach Briles the stork. And Aaron Jones will be on with us in about uh, 20 minutes yeah. from right now. So all of those guys you'll be able to hear from over the course of the day. Our local shows, Robert Griffin III on with Matt Mosley, uh, James Lynch on with Q and Ward and Steve. Even and then Aaron Jones on with us coming up in just a few minutes.
3: I think that lined up perfectly. Yeah, it did. I'm excited to see everybody's opinion on being named and everything right. and just their journey and I'm excited for it.
1: So, uh, we'll hear from the Stork, Aaron Jones. He is the specialist of the decade. And this, uh, the football team release is the final one. Uh, we've now gone through every sport and had our teams of the decade and, you know, honorees, player of the decade, or, you know, in softball and baseball, hitter, defensive player, you know, of the decade, all of those. And football is the last one. And, man, there were some tough calls here, I'm telling you. with uh, you, you think about the receivers. So the first-team oh, yeah. receivers, uh, Kendall Wright, Corey Coleman, and Denzel Mims. And then Terrence Williams is on that first team in a utility spot. Obviously, he's a receiver. But uh, there were some tough calls. Uh, scroll on down to the second team. The second-team receivers, uh, you know, how would you like to line up with these guys? Go up just a little. There you go uh with Antoine Goodley uh Tevin Reese and KD Cannon and then Levi Norwood was receiver slash punt returner and uh really good at both of those so those were some really tough calls there uh on the offensive side of the ball
3: it really is and Baylor has established that like that you know everybody says well I'm DBU or whatever Baylor's I mean they're wide receiver university they they're loaded and it continues now. I mean, they have a lot of kids now that are, you know, coming in that are going to be able to step up and fill that role. They got Taquan Thornton. You see what yeah. he did last year, you know, and he's just going to be the I think the the next one to take over going
1: forward but yeah i mean that, that's a lot of talent at the wide receiver position on both of those teams yeah it's a great list it really is so the entire list uh all decade team offense and defense it's on the web uh the uh, honorees we mentioned scroll back up if you don't mind to the first team offense first team offense robert griffin the third is the quarterback the uh the running backs and this was another tough position because we've had some really good ones uh in this past decade a lot of success in the decade that I think most people would say was the best decade ever in Baylor athlete in Baylor football, Baylor football.
3: I I was actually thinking about that this morning and I was like, I I was going to say that, but I was -hmm. going to narrow it down in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. was easily the best decade. Yeah.
1: I think, I think in Baylor history for the entirety of the decade. So you're saying, uh, 2010 to 2019, uh, what was it? Bowl games, everyone, but one of those years, right. um, uh, you know, the first year with coach rule, the transition year wasn't a bowl team, but every, every other year was a bowl team, two big 12 championships, uh, you know, a sugar bowl, a cotton bowl and a fiesta bowl Not in bad. the decade. I mean, that, uh, that is tough to beat. And I don't think is, uh, beatable in Baylor football history. So shock Linwood, Terrence Ganaway, uh, the running backs, we told you the receivers, The offensive line, uh, some really good candidates here, Cyril Richardson, uh, Spencer Drango, Kyle Fuller, Fives is the center, Uh, Danny Watkins and Blake Muir uh, also in the offensive line, first team, Aaron Jones, the kicker, and uh, and deep snapper. We had some discussion about those guys. (laughs) Jimmy Landis is first team, uh, deep snapper for Baylor. Some people may say this is uh, deep snapper you. Uh, Ross Matizic was second team snapper because we've had some guys like Jimmy that have spent uh, time in the pros. He was a draft pick as a snapper by the Detroit Lions, Lions, and we've had some good ones. So that's first team offense, first team defense uh, in the defensive line James Lynch, Andrew Billings, Sean Oakman, and Chris McAllister. Now tell me you wouldn't line up with those guys uh, anytime. Uh, linebackers, Bryce Hager, Eddie Lackey, Clay Johnston, and, uh, Taylor Young. Great group. Solid. Yep. (laughs) Defensive backs, Ahmad Dixon, Graylin Arnold, uh, Orion Stewart, and, uh, who is it? Xavier Howard, uh, as defensive backs, first team, all decade team. And then Spencer Roth, first team, uh, all decade punter. So uh, that's the first team. And then the second team is uh, really impressive as well. Uh, Bryce, you start with Bryce Petty at quarterback, second only because you got a Heisman Trophy winner yeah. <laughs> as your first team quarterback. Lake Seastrunk, Jay Finley are the uh, running backs. We told you the receivers, Antoine Goodley, Tevin Reese, Katie Cannon, Levi Norwood. And then the offensive line on the second team, Robert T. Griffin, Ivory Wade, Philip Blake, Sam Tecklenburg, Andrew L. Broxton, Connor Martin, the kicker, and uh, Ross Matizik, uh the deep snapper, second-team offense, second-team defense, Bravion Roy, Phil Taylor, Bo Blackshear, K.J. Smith. That's a great group. Uh, linebackers, Elliot Coffey, uh, Avion Edwards, um, Who has Patrick Levels and Blake Lynch as a linebacker? Blake Lynch, uh, you could have put him as a Swiss Army knife anywhere all over the. Great
2: utility player. Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly, all over the field. Defensive backs: Byron Landor, uh, KJ Martin, uh, Joe Williams, and Ryan Reed. And then the second team punter is Derek Epperson. So. That's first team, second team, and some really tough decisions to make on that. The all-decade team, again, a uh, project of Baylor Athletics and the Waco Tribune-Herald. Uh, Jerry Hill and I were on the uh, committee uh, for the football when Taylor Bryan was on, media relations for, for Baylor football. Um, David Wetzel was on. There's a representative from the sport for each one of these sports. And then John Warner, the beat writer for uh, Baylor football from the Waco Tribune-Herald. So that was the committee, and we had some really good discussions, some really tough decisions to Mm. make on uh, these teams. Could you imagine? Like, is there a better
3: teammate than Blake Lynch? Just think about everything, all the sacrifices, the moves, and everything he was able to do. He's just a phenomenal. He was yeah. just a phenomenal player. Receiver. Everything. He could
2: do anything.
1: Yeah. Safety, linebacker, finished up at linebacker. So a uh, great athlete to be able to do mm-hmm. all those different things also. So that's the all-decade team for Baylor football, and that's the final one to be released. We'll visit with uh, the Stork, Aaron Jones, coming up in a bit. He is the all-decade kicker. For the Bears Specialist of the uh, Decade. Off and running on this Monday. Hey, we're glad you're with us in studio. John Morris, Garrett Ross. Take a break and be back with more John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers there at 4541 West Waco Drive.
0: Where Waco gets and
1: this weather update is brought to you by
3: the Nitshi Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn
4: more at the thenitschegroup.com.
5: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a warm and muggy start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid-70s across central Texas. Skies will be mostly sunny all day, with highs reaching the mid to upper 90s. It will feel more like 100 degrees in the afternoon. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 78 degrees with mostly clear skies. Skies will be mostly sunny on Tuesday, with highs in the upper 90s and even reaching the triple digits in some areas. The rest of the week will be warm and sunny, with highs in the 90s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
3: There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you and your plan prepared for Black Swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the
4: family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money. This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We've put a retirement income plan together so there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's gonna create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place, and that is for times like this, because if you just have an investment plan where all your is in the market, which most people have. Times like this, taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable, but when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, that really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting, we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual
3: reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com or 254 870 6800.
0: Security and advisory services offered through Sotara Advisors LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Sotara is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments in securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions, and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett and
3: Associates is 254 1256.
5: Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, Make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business.
0: Now, more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. healthy diet, along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D Dallas is on Cooper Clinic. Recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code immune20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's immune20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system.
1: John Morris, Garrett Ross, on this Monday morning, John Morris Show brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Just Google search Amanda or Caldwell Banker, get you to her contact information. Facebook page and uh, everything you need to know there. Uh, Amanda is uh, at the top of the top. She's in the top 1% in the Caldwell Banker Realty world. So it's obvious she knows her business. She knows this market very well. She can help you. She's a global luxury specialist. So if you're uh, moving in town or across the world, she can help you. So search uh, Amanda Cunningham. Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Get her contact information, and uh, you'll appreciate working with he, her, whether you're buying or selling your home. All right, uh, we're going to visit with the stork, Aaron Jones, coming up. Uh, Coach Browles was really good with nicknames, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, you, were, you kind of arrived when you got a nickname right. from him. And I, I think this one, we'll ask him, but I think this one came pretty quick in his Baylor career, probably his freshman year. And uh, Aaron and it fit, you know, he's Mm. kind of a tall, lanky guy and maybe the white way he walked, but, (laughs) but he nailed it there as the stork. Uh, He is on Twitter and his Twitter handle is at stork, the dork, stork, (laughs) the (laughs) dork. So that's, that's where you can find Aaron Jones, but he is the uh, Baylor uh, specialist of the decade and uh, we'll visit with him coming up in just a bit as the Baylor football all decade team was, uh, was uh, unveiled yesterday in the waco tribune herald
3: see i was curious about that nickname like it was like a lifelong nickname or where he picked it up at so that's interesting
1: i think i think it comes goes to his freshman days at baylor but we'll ask him (laughs) to see actually how far that goes back so we'll visit with aaron jones coming up in a bit later in the hour uh i want to uh tell you about uh, maybe you know already but if not we'll talk about it do you know the name forrest finn F-O-R-R-E-S-T-F-E-N-N, Forrest Finn. I do Does that not. name ring a bell? No. A really interesting story that uh, I'd never heard of before this weekend, came to light this weekend. Short version is this is a millionaire guy who lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. And uh, he is a, a uh, an art collector. He's an author. He's a collector of antiquities. So that's how he made his money. But he, 10 years ago... Uh, got some of his gold coins and, and expensive things that he had, put them in a chest and hid them north of Santa Fe in the Rocky Mountains. Right. And then in one of his poems there are clues to where the chest has been buried. Have you seen the movie National Treasure? Yes. You know that where they're they're reading, you know, and reading between the lines mm-hmm. of all this, you know, and trying to figure out where the treasure right. is. Well, it's kind of along those lines, but it's real life. And somebody found the treasure chest this weekend. Oh wow! It's been there for over ten years, and the guy who is so far uh, anonymous sent a picture of it to Forrest Finn. And Finn said, yep, that's it, you found it. That's awesome. And people have been searching for this for a decade. They estimate 350,000 people have have gone on this treasure hunt, I mean, a real-life treasure hunt, trying to find this, and this guy found it this weekend. And it's been a little scary. They say five people have died uh, over the course of the years, you know, looking for it in the Rocky Mountains, Uh, and... um, And some people, you know, who knows, but some people have come close to it, but not been able to find it. But this guy found it this weekend.
3: That's pretty awesome. Cause I guess he, I guess in that situation, you'd be able to like narrow down where people went wrong. You know, you cut down your, your, uh, yeah, your distance and finally be able to find it. But that's just like something, you know, we obviously with pirates and everything, you hear about that. But for somebody to actually
1: find it, that's pretty awesome. Yep. And Forrest Finn is still alive. He's 89 years old. And so he got to, uh, uh, you know, still be alive when it was found, mm-hmm. and he said it was a mix of of uh, joy, you know, of somebody finding it, but a little bit of sadness that the hunt is over. And he said he started it just to get people out and and hiking and and walking through the Rocky Mountains. That was his goal <laughs>
2: <That's awesome. laughs>
1: in this. Isn't that an interesting story?
3: That really is. It, it, I wonder. Like in a situation like that, if you gotta pay taxes on
1: gold, like uh, that would be my thing. Is like, man, I found this, but how much am I gonna get to keep? That's a good point. <laughs> Estimated valued at over a million dollars, gold coins, uh, rubies, uh, you know, very very yeah. valuable stuff. So that's pretty awesome. Really interesting. All right, we'll talk more about that in a bit. We'll visit with Aaron Jones when we come back. He is Baylor football specialist of the decade. Baylor football's all decade team is out. We'll visit with the Stork. When we come back, John Morris Show continues here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful
0: friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If
1: you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright.
6: What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes, look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump. Maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters lifetime installation guarantee. So, cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacomotion.com/hitches.
7: Cunningham Realtor with Cole Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Do you ever get the feeling that people don't care anymore? You either get thrown into a voicemail system that you can't escape or dumped off onto a website. Whatever happened to personal service? It still exists at the Niche Group Insurance. Personal service is how the Niche Group does business. When you need insurance, talk to a real person, not an automated system. Call the Niche Group to discuss your personal, commercial and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. That's 1-800-258-8302.
0: Commercial grade performance at a residential price. At Tipton International, their full line of Kubota Z series will cut a lawn worth admiring no matter the size. With smooth controls and a variety of adjustable mower decks, the Kubota Z400 makes mowing way more comfortable. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months with no payments for 90 days. Come visit the experts at Tipton International in Hillsboro or visit them at tiptoninternational.com for details. Now through June 30, 2020. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6. Saturday 8 to 5. Baylor Athletics and the Waco Trib announced Baylor's football team of the decade on Sunday. As well as offensive player, defensive player, and specialists of the decade. James Lynch was named defensive player of the decade. I caught up with him on Sunday to ask him about the honor. That's an unreal feeling just to have people view me as that. I mean, just be on the team and having that opportunity to be able to, to, to thrive and be able to be a part of such a great thing.
7: And for me, where we came from 111 to eleven and three. I, I try not to ever focus on me. So for all the players that were on that list and had the opportunity, um, it's just an honor to be on there. Have people view me as
2: a player that they think I am. And hopefully I can go out every day and show them that I am that player. And that's what I plan to do. You can hear the complete interview this afternoon on Unnecessary Roughness at 1.30. SportsCenter, every 20
0: minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright.
1: Well spotted on the right hash at the 27-yard line. Trahan is the holder good snap good hold good, and Aaron Jones good, good. is good on the field goal from 37 yards out with a minute four to play Baylor leads PCU 50 to 48
0: now back to today's JMO radio
1: show here's the voice of the Bears John Morris Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aaron Jones with a kick, turned out to be the game winner for the Bears. Aaron Jones, former Baylor kicker. Uh, How about this? Uh, school record in points, 2010 to 2013, uh, 451 points. That is 132 more points than uh, second place kicker. Chris Callahan, that many more points. That's insane. Yeah. And his point score went up every year. Yes, yes, exactly. So he was uh, a beneficiary, we could say that, of Baylor's prolific offense during the time, but he did his part. He uh, holds the Baylor school record with 59 field goals, NCAA record with 274 points after touchdowns. So great career for Aaron Jones, and he joins us now. And uh, Aaron, welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning.
7: Hey, John, glad to be on. I mean, it's, uh, it's It feels like old times talking to you again.
1: Yeah, it does. That is really fun. Congratulations being named uh, to the all-decade team, first-team kicker, and the specialist of the decade. Uh, what does that honor mean to you?
7: Uh, it's, it, it honestly is hard to find words. I spent the day yesterday thinking about it after I found out. Um, but I, I'm, I'm honored to be able to represent the group of guys I played with, not just offensive and defensive guys, so many of those first and second-teamers I, I got to play with, but but our, uh, our specialist team squad there, all, all those guys we got to play with, and uh, so many great specialists uh, who came before me and, and who played with me, uh, and just, just to be able to represent them is an incredible honor.
1: Well, and you did your job very well, uh, and you had a lot of opportunities, didn't you? The way the offense was scoring, a, you know, a point-a-minute offense. Uh, you had a lot of extra point attempts and field goal opportunities. I mean, you were part of a very prolific offense.
7: Yeah. Yeah, I I got to be, a, like you said, I was a beneficiary of some really, really great offensive and, and defensive teams as well. I mean, we had some defensive teams who scored, I think, they scored more touchdowns than our opponents did. And so, so that was a huge benefit to me, yeah.
1: What was it about... Uh... The end of the half, when you got an opportunity and Baylor got in position to put points on the board going in at halftime, uh, you had you always delivered. I think there were ten of those, like a kick, a field goal to end the half. Uh, what was that? How, how did you have so many opportunities?
7: Uh, I, I think we were really good at getting in position at yeah. the end of the half, uh, it, but then you know, for me, it, it was great because I just felt like I could put a punctuation mark and give us some momentum going into the half. I, I really wish. I could have kicked all my field goals with a couple of seconds left in the first half. It would have me a lot of good, I think.
1: Yeah. So, the, so you rose to the occasion, the pressure of that situation uh, helped you. It didn't, uh, you know, didn't hurt you at all.
7: No, no, absolutely. It, it felt good for the team to, uh, to go out and get the ball with a few seconds left in the first half and say, our goal was to get a field goal, It's put in on the field. And that, that boost of confidence right there is enough to put it through the pipes.
3: So how crucial is mental toughness for kickers in general?
7: Uh, I mean, it's it's one of the two skills you need. One is kicking the ball, Two is, is keeping your head on your shoulders and staying squared. Uh, it it was something I focused on every day. As, as we got bigger and better as a program, we had uh, yoga and we had meditation and those are things that really helped me as well. And just staying on top of uh, where I was and not getting too caught up in the game was, was a huge benefit to me every day.
3: So does icing the kicker really work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
7: it, so it, it happened to me uh, twice. Once we got the get blocked on the next one, so I, I won't call that my fault. But then the second one, we made it. Uh, so I'll, I'll say no, absolutely not. It felt good that they respected me enough to say, hey, we got to try and stop this guy somehow.
1: Aaron Jones, our guest, uh, all-decade kicker, all-decade specialist for Baylor football. Great career here at Baylor. Uh, the Stork. Uh, does that did, is that did that come from Coach Biles or did that come earlier?
7: So it actually came from Coach Biles, okay. but earlier in high school they called me Big Bird. So not oh Big Bird far
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> from Big Bird to Stork. That's good.
7: Yeah, that's yeah, good. Short move there.
1: Very good, and you've kind of embraced that, haven't you?
7: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, Coach Brown gave everybody nicknames, so it was a, it you know, just sort of a rite of passage for the team. But yeah, I, I loved it.
3: Did you ever model your craft after any kicker, or do you ever have a favorite kicker growing up?
7: Uh, I did. So when I was young, and please, as a Cowboys fan, please accept this, David Akers, who kicked for the Eagles, um, hmm. was uh, was an inspiration to me. He was. He was a consummate professional. He was very, very good at what he did. And, you know, being a Cowboys fan, I got to see him kick twice a year. Um, But then later on, as I got older and got into into Baylor and working there, Stephen Hauska is a guy who, if I watched him kick, we kicked almost exactly the same way. He was a little bit more accurate than me, I think. But uh, he was a guy I really tried to model myself after as well, yeah.
1: Visiting with uh, Aaron Jones, former Baylor kicker, Baylor football's uh, kicker of the decade, specialist of the decade. Tell everybody uh, where you are and what you're doing now.
7: Uh, so I'm I'm not too far from Waco. I have moved to Houston about two years ago. Uh, my girlfriend and I live here, and I work for an HOC company as a program manager. Okay, uh, I have a lot of fun with it, and, and you know, a lot of the lessons I learned in football, I get to apply every day. So uh,
1: yeah, no, that's very good. Do you uh, you come back up to games very often?
7: I came to a couple, actually. When I lived further away after school, I moved out to Phoenix uh, for a few years, and I came back to a few games there. But recently have not been to as many, especially with, uh, you know, as time goes on, I get older and I know fewer and fewer people there. Uh, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying to get back to a game this year as long as we have fans in the stands. I'd love to get back and see the new stadium again. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. Well, you know me and you got my number, so uh, you let me know when you want to come up, all right? We'll fix you up. Yes, sir, will do.
3: <laughs> do you have any advice, or what advice would you give to kickers trying to make the transition from high school to college?
7: Um, f- focus on your craft. I think uh, a lot of folks can get caught up in, you know, what school am I going to play for? Where am I going to go? What's, what's, what, what is our team going to be like? But I chose Baylor because it was the right fit for me. I focused on a place where I had an opportunity to compete for a starting position uh, right away. I believed in the coaches that I talked to when I visited a couple times, uh, and I, I believed in myself. I, I put myself in a situation where I could succeed rather than choosing a place that had a big name or, or a big-time coach or something like that. I picked a place that was right for me. So that's the advice I would give is to young kickers is find a place that's right for you where you can learn and grow and compete as, a, as an
1: athlete. Aaron, uh, a lot of big wins. Uh, we talked about a lot of points scored during your time here at Baylor. That was really, you know, that the offense especially was blowing and going really well at that point. Uh, the one highlight cut we played coming into this segment uh, was the field goal that, that gave you the lead in that 50-48 to 48 game against TCU. Uh, what That game sometimes gets lost a little bit, but, man, that was a huge win for you guys.
7: It was, and – And so my my girlfriend asked me last night, what was the biggest kick that you had? And I think that was it. That was the one I told her because, you know, that was the start of RG3's Heisman campaign. That was sort of the – we had made a bowl game the year before, but that was sort of the Baylor is on the map and we're here to stay type of game. And that was the Friday night game at the start of the season. So That was – that was – Probably the biggest and most exciting kick, single kick of my career, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I say it gets lost because that was before TCU was in the Big 12. It was a non-conference game. It was early in the year. Right. TCU was coming off a, a Rose Bowl win, you know, great season the year before. And just a great back-and-forth game that uh, that your kick won it.
7: Yeah, it did. And then, uh, you know, I, I was just excited to be out there and, and get the opportunity. I like listening to that clip again. That was nice. Yeah, that was uh, fun yeah and then, uh, you know Mike Hicks sealed it with that intersection, I think uh, two plays later, or something like that, yep,
1: yep, yep, exactly uh with uh playing with Rob and he won the Heisman that year, two thousand eleven uh, what was that like? I mean, just being in the locker room with him, a Heisman trophy winner
7: uh so before he won the Heisman he was just he was a normal guy, you know he's, he's just a normal teammate and a, and a competitor day in day out. Uh, and after the fact, it was it was crazy because I've been a college football fan my entire life, and to be able to he brought the trophy back to practice a couple of days, and we got to see it and hold it and, and touch it, and that it, it was a, a strange experience because again, Roberts is this normal guy, and then you see this otherworldly accomplishment uh, as a college football fan right in front of you. So yeah, it was it, it was really cool to get to see all of that with a guy that we knew so well.
3: Looking back on all those experiences and other time you had, what what does Baylor University mean to you in general?
7: Uh, man, it's it's a place that I wanted to go to school and I wanted to play ball, but it really became a home. Um, I spent five wonderful years there. I actually recently, because of work, was in Waco for another eight months. I lived right next to campus. Mm-hmm. I walked my dog over there every day. But uh, it's a place that I'll always return to and I'll always call home. Uh, we've we've had some ups and downs since then uh, but that doesn't change the place the university and the, and the community has in my heart
1: well well said uh congratulations on the honor uh all decade specialist all decade first team kicker uh you know, out of a decade and i said this earlier aaron that was the best decade for baylor football in school history so you're a big part of that congratulations again and great to visit with you today
7: yeah, thank you. Good talking to you. I'm, just, I'm so glad that I could contribute to the success of, again, a place I call home.
1: Yeah, you definitely did. Great to catch up. Stay in touch. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, John. All right, thanks very much. The stork, Aaron Jones, with us. He is Baylor football's uh, specialist of the decade, the kicker, first-team kicker of the decade. And uh, the, the, the numbers are kind of mind-blowing mm-hmm. because the offense was – Scoring at such a high rate. Uh, let me make sure I get this right. No no kicker. Uh, before 2010, there had never been a 100-point scorer in any season. And Aaron Jones did it four times in a row. He scored 103 points in his freshman year, 2010. 105 and 11, 119 in 2012, and 124 in uh, Big 12 championship year 2013.
3: I mean, like, how do you handle that? as a, you come, <laughs> That's something you probably don't even think about, though, like especially as a freshman. You come in and you just set the standard. You know, yeah. you break that, yeah. r- that long-standing record. I mean, that's,
1: that's crazy. Uh, he had, uh, let's see, five field goals of 50 yards or longer. That's the most in school history. As we talked about with him, 10 field goals to end the first half of games – uh, I can remember it was just the offense getting in position. And I, I, I think it was by design. You know, you want to have all the momentum you can mm-hmm. have going in at halftime and nothing like uh, going in off a score. And he did that. He provided that score 10 different times.
3: I think it also shows the trust that the
1: staff had in him. They knew, like, if we get in position, we're going to put points on the board, period yeah absolutely and he uh he delivered he delivered in 2013 his senior year he set an ncaa record nailing all 82 of his pat attempts so he was right on spot on with uh his extra point kicks so congratulations again to aaron jones he is the Baylor football specialist of the decade. Now, remind you again, the defensive player of the decade is James Lynch. He'll be on with Q and Ward and Steven today at 30. So tune in to that and hear from James Lynch today. And then the offensive player of the decade, let's see. Oh, yeah, RG3. Hmm. He'll be on with Matt Mosley this afternoon at 5.20. So tune in to hear that and hear from all these guys who are at the top of the list on Baylor's all-decade team. Of uh, of the uh, past decade, the uh, entire team available uh, on the web, BaylorBears.com, or on social media, uh, or in the Waco Tribune-Herald, Waco Trib. Dot com. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Uh, finish that story about Forrest Fenn, who buried treasure in the Rocky Mountains that was found this weekend, e- valued at a million dollars is what he said it was. But it has been found after a decade long search. More on that when we come back. Glad you're with us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright.
7: At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way, or should we say their own ways, because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright.
2: Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreck havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty clinic Low T can set up same day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic low is board certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand strength testosterone available. So listen up if you're looking for increased energy and strength improvement in sexual desire and Performance, elevated moods, focus, and concentration. Contact Petty Low T today, just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T, PettyClinicLowT.com, or Google search Low T Waco. Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on-call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Save big with Genco. Refinance your car or truck and enjoy no payments for 90 days. Super low
1: rates, as low as 2.59%, will save you even more. And each week, we'll draw two loans to win $100 cash. That's no payments for 90 days. Lower your payment and a chance to win $100 cash. Apply online today at GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. For
0: more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
4: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
5: Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon, so get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. Baylor Athletics and the Waco Trib announced Baylor's Football Team of the Decade on Sunday. As well as Offensive Player, Defensive Player, and Specialists of the Decade. James Lynch was named Defensive Player of the Decade. I caught up with him on Sunday to ask him about the honor. That's an unreal feeling just to have people view me as that. I mean, just being on the team and having that opportunity to be able to, to, to thrive and be able to be a part of such a great thing. And
7: for me, where we came from 111 to 11 and three. I, I try not to ever focus on me. So for all the players that were on that list and had the opportunity, um, it's just an honor to be on there. Have people view me as a
2: player that they think I am and Hopefully I can go out every day and show them that I am that player and that's what I plan to do. You can hear the complete interview this afternoon on Unnecessary Roughness at 1.30.
0: SportsCenter every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas
1: back with this final segment great to catch up with Is it with Aaron Jones the stork uh, you can catch up with him on Twitter at stork the dork Stork the Dork (laughs) is his Twitter handle, but great to catch up with him. If you missed uh, the interview or want to uh, share it or uh, listen to it again, uh, SyntexSportsFan.com is the website. All the interviews uh, available as podcasts, entire shows available as podcasts, on the web at syntexsportsfan.com. speaking of which uh was trading text with marshall kennedy last week trying to get in touch with her husband rob i had marshall's number and not rob's i don't know how that happened but mm-hmm. well i do know how it happened because she uh listens to us very regularly thank you and yes thank you very much so we appreciate that and then uh um trey weir told us last week also he listens not live but goes back and listens to the podcast so we appreciate that and uh Tune in, and uh, we just appreciate you listening whenever and however that you can. All right, back to that story of Forrest Finn. I'd never heard the guy's name before this morning, really, Mm -hmm. and uh, just saw a note about it, news note about it. Uh, Recap the story briefly this is a guy, he is a multimillionaire. He lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He is a collector of art and antiquities and an author. And he came up with this idea that he wanted to uh, that he put together a treasure chest. I mean, a literal treasure chest of gold coins, rubies, emeralds. It says and artifacts mm-hmm. that valued a million dollars. And he hid it in the Rocky Mountains uh, north of Santa Fe. And then he wrote this poem. So this is the poem that okay. gives you the clues. Okay. And, uh, to me, like I said, it's like, uh, the movie national treasure right. where you're trying to, you know, you got to know your history and you got to read between the lines. Um, but here's the poem that had, that set, uh, an estimated 350,000 people searching in the Rocky mountains for this treasure that was out there hidden by forest Finn. Here's it. here it is. It's not too long as I have gone alone in there. And with my treasure bold, I can keep my secret where and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk, put in below the home of Brown. (laughs) Hmm. From there it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answer I already know. I've done it tired and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Huh. So the clues in there, you know, I mean, obviously I don't know that area. Begin, begin where the water, warm waters halt. Take it in the canyon down, not far to walk. Uh, put in below the home of Brown.
3: That's interesting. Like, yeah, what is yeah, the story behind I that? I mean, if you know
1: that geography and know that yeah. area, maybe that's just uh, maybe that's something that gives you the general vicinity of it. So on from there, all those clues um, as this has been dissected, they say there's nine clues that are involved uh, included in that poem. Um, and again, for 10 years, people have been searching for this, uh, uh five people mm. are believed to have died, you know, in the mountains searching for this treasure, but a guy found it this weekend. I say a guy, a person found it this weekend. And, uh, at one point there was uh, some pressure on Finn to, you know, kind of say where it is or get it himself That's because it was, da- well, because it was dangerous. Because people were were dying, losing their lives, looking for it. But he said it's in a place where a seventy year old man could get to it. Well, so, then
3: yeah, I mean that's yeah. And that's the thing, people. At the, you can't do that because I mean people know the risk going into something like that. It's <laughs> not his fault. Yeah, you know,
1: I agree with that.
3: You know what you're getting into.
1: I agree with that. So it was found this weekend. The person that found it is uh, choosing to remain anonymous for now. Uh, Garrett has the great question: uh, Do you pay taxes on the? Curious. (laughs) I mean, he found it. He found it in the woods. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, you
3: know. and, I mean, we all we know is taxes could have been paid previously. <laughs>
1: that's true. Maybe that's I don't, exactly I don't right. know how all that works, but yeah. still. <laughs> so, uh, and he proved, whoever found it, uh, proved that he had found it. He sent a picture to Finn, and Finn said, yes, that's it. And, again, Finn's comment, let me read it exactly what he said, but he was uh, a little bit uh, a, a, a little bit happy and a little bit sad that it was found. Um, his exact quote, and he's 89 years old, lives in Santa Fe. All he said about the person that found it was he was uh, a man by a man from back east who didn't want to be named. Um, and then what Finn said about it, about it finally being found after 10 years was, I don't know, I feel halfway kind of glad, halfway kind of sad because the chase is over. Um, his intent, again, was to get people out hiking, right. walking around in nature and that was his intent for burying this uh, million dollar treasure chest 10 years ago.
3: That's kind of funny. Just thinking about that. And then listening to what he was saying, it's like a backhand slide, like a 70 year old can find it. <laughs> like, look, I did this. I was 79 when I put it out there. That's right. So you can find it. Yeah. If I
1: can do it, you can do That's it. That's a very good point. And yeah.
3: it, My thing is like, which we were talking about this off the air is how do you know like like how do you know the location like when do you see it and be like okay that's where i'm gonna bury this at right like if it's just something that he's seen numerous times before on hikes and was just like okay that'd be a good spot it's pretty interesting and then to be able to write a poem to tie it all together that's phenomenal
1: yeah and to put it in a poem put the clues in a poem that eventually led somebody to the uh to the buried treasure yeah All right, so kind of interesting, very interesting to me. Forrest uh, Finn is his name. Let me mention some birthdays uh, today. Let's see, Diana Curdy worked with us at uh, IMG. Uh, D.C. got married and moved on, and today is her birthday. John Nidell is uh, a Baylor grad. He's in broadcasting. I think John's still in the Austin area. Uh, Today is John's birthday. Martin Schwartz here in Waco. A lot of you listening will know Martin. Uh, Happy birthday to him. Those are the ones I have today. Going back to yesterday, uh, Coach Cadell, Mike Cadell from La Vega. Uh, his birthday was yesterday. Uh, Jay Mathis's birthday was yesterday. Uh, Jay Mathis uh, celebrating a birthday. And a couple others that I wanted to mention. Robert Ford, the radio voice of the uh, Houston Astros. His birthday was yesterday. Rick Whitson. Yesterday. And then going back to Saturday, we didn't do these on Friday, but Saturday, Pat Magid's birthday uh, was Saturday. So happy birthday to uh, Pat. Uh, The mayor, Troy Montemayor, his birthday was Saturday. Uh, I saw that Lisa Meslow O'Hurley's birthday was Saturday. Uh, Garrett, you probably don't know that name, but Lisa Meslow was a golfer here at Waco. Mm -hmm. She married John O'Hurley. Okay. You know John O'Hurley, Jay Peterman in Seinfeld. And uh Lisa Meslow, her birthday was uh, Saturday. Greg Cicero, former Baylor quarterback. Uh uh Karen Livingston, her birthday was uh Saturday as well. And that's it. Going back through the weekend. Anything to add? No. I have nobody. All right, very good. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> All right, you just let me know. Uh big day tomorrow. Terry Morris's birthday is tomorrow, so we got big plans that she doesn't know about. That I gotta make sure we put everything make together. Sure. <laughs> for tomorrow. So uh, it's going to be fun. uh, But that that comes up tomorrow. Hey, appreciate Aaron uh, Jones being on with us. The uh, stork, the Baylor kicker, former Baylor kicker. Uh, He is the Baylor football specialist of the decade and great to catch up and visit with him living and working in the Houston area and uh, very good memories uh, that he uh, uh, articulated very well about his time here at Baylor. Said Coach Bryles gave him that name of the uh, stork um, because uh, storks are are very calm in the storm. So what are the odds, though, of getting that and your previous nickname is Big Bird. I know. That's just funny. That's that is ironic. Funny. Like beyond ironic. Well, if you saw him, I mean, he's a tall, thin guy mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, how storks yeah. look with those long legs, <laughs> you know, Big Bird kind of <laughs> like. So, yeah, it's it's not completely uh, out of the blue That's awesome. that he would have had those nicknames <laughs> growing up. Great to visit with him. Remember, uh, you can hear from James Lynch, the Baylor defensive player of the decade, that comes up today at 1:30 on unnecessary roughness. You can hear from Robert Griffin III this afternoon at 5.20, part of the Matt Mosley Show. Matt and Stephen Simcox right here. And uh, be joined by Robert Griffin III today at 5.20. Uh, Rob, the uh, quarterback, first-team quarterback of the decade and the offensive player of the decade all right thanks for being with us uh, lord willing we'll be back with you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m have a great day it's warm out there be safe getting warmer uh looking to top 100 degrees tomorrow probably not today but tomorrow so be safe out there stay hydrated and really appreciate you being with us uh, this morning however you've listened garrett appreciate it thanks we'll see you tomorrow all right jayman thank you uh, all right we'll talk to you with more tomorrow at 9 a.m you're listening to espn central texas
7: you know, this moment right here, it's uh it's unbelievably believable.